Hey, what's going on, champs? I'm Erin Deliosa. Welcome to an Immigrant's Life podcast, my podcast about immigrants and immigration and everything in between. Thank you for listening and downloading the show, and thank you for supporting my dad. Immigrant Nation, welcome back. Another week, another great episode from an amazing immigrant filled with inspiring stories. For the OG listeners, you know what's up at An Immigrant's Life on all social media. For the new listeners, I'm grateful that you are here. I hope you like what you hear and what we're trying to do here, that you will follow us and subscribe. Anyways, another month is done. I wish 2022 is working out for you, our listeners. I wish you're enjoying 2022 so far and taking advantage of it. I personally am enjoying it. Uh, I've been cycling again, enjoying the beauty and simplicity of farmlands of Quebec and Ontario. In fact, I'm enjoying it so much that I fell off of my bike last week. (laughs) I'm okay though, I'm okay. A little scrape and bruises, thankfully no concussion. I mean, it's part of the game, you know what I mean? In any case, whatever you guys are doing, please enjoy and try to be safe. Enough with my personal anecdote, let's talk about why you are tuning in for. This week's guest is an impressive individual that knows what he wants and taking all right steps to reach his goals. He really impressed me during this conversation with his myopic approach to his life's objectives. Enough talk. So, without further ado, let's get into the show. Isa, dalawa, tatlo. Today's guest is a student experience influencer that is handsome as Dev Patel and as dapper as Shah Rukh Khan. Everyone, please welcome Ashish Patia. Thank you so much, Aaron, for having this wonderful introduction which you gave me. This is the first time ever someone has related me to Shah Rukh Khan, which currently I'm not. <laughs> so thank you so much for inviting me over the show. I'm looking forward to talk to you more. Awesome, man. I mean, th- thank you for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Always, brother. I've been listening to your work. I've been seeing what you have been doing. And on a larger scale, in coming future, I think this would be a big thing. So I'm early in the process. So I am taking all the invites today. Awesome, awesome. All right, before we get into it, why don't you tell the immigrant nation where they can reach you or if you have anything to promote? Uh, I would... Just say that if you feel that uh, you're looking for any help or any tips when you're coming to as an international student in Canada, you can reach out to me on Instagram. My username is Mr. Bhatia in Canada. If you just search on Instagram, you'll be able to get it. Else, you can always go on YouTube as well. I post content related to student life and how you can, you know, uh, excel from the crowd, which is already coming every year. Mm, Yeah, I mean... It's starting to like grow and grow, which is pretty good. I like, I like it. I, I like the crowd too. Like uh, people who actually travel from one country to another just to do their studies and settle in. I salute them because, you know, it's very difficult for someone to just give up their comfort zone. In India, usually you are in your comfort zone because you're living with your family. You have less stress about, you know, managing your expenses Obviously, once you graduate, you have to look for jobs and situations. But here you will be working also. The culture is different, right? Mm. You're working. 
you are studying, you are doing your assignments, and then you're cleaning the dishes, you're doing everything. So the culture is very different, and some people find it very hard to uh, adapt that. But you know what? This makes us more uh, responsible, uh, I think, and and value as well. Value the stuff which we have got from our parents. So mm-hmm. definitely, I w- I would like to talk to you more about that. But for now, let's focus on Ashish. Sure. Which part of India were you from? I am from Faridabad. It's an industrial town near Delhi, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's you can say it's Delhi and CR. Okay. How was your life in Delhi? Life was actually good. Uh, in Faridabad, I was born, right? My parents were very supportive in everything I want to do since the time in my childhood as well. Let it be my passions. Let it be my uh, schooling. Uh, my mom is, is a teacher. She's actually a badminton coach. So I was under her influence only most of the time and used to come to sports. Uh School time went like this. Then college time, I pursued engineering as well. And yeah, everything was in Faridabad only. I did not go anywhere. Uh, this was the first time I came to Canada. Mm. How about that? What did he do? So yeah, my dad is a business uh, person. He has his own business of oil trading and you know uh, real estate as well. So it's mostly kind of uh, less of job oriented background which i am from and more of a business oriented hmm. uh, background my sis- i have my sister as well she's uh, elder to me she's a doctor and uh, yeah so i've been always under the influence of everyone who has been working really hard you know hmm. to get what they have nothing has been given in inheritance it's just that you know everybody build their own fortune or let's say even uh, their own st- like a position in the society so which is good to see if you see the example of my sister only right the pandemic is here and you know everything is so stressful sometimes uh, my sister is a frontline worker right so mm-hmm. you get to understand that you know how tough situations can be and uh, to see her overcome that also it it boosted me a lot and you know i wanted to do something of my own also So that was the reason I came to, you know, Canada and start my journey. Mm. Did you go to college in India? Yeah, I did my undergraduate in India only in computer science in okay. engineering, and that was also in Faridabad. It was from a private college. I did my four-year course from mm. there uh, in India only, and I worked also for three years in India, three plus years, in fact. How was that? Uh, yeah, I used to work for a few startups in the beginning. uh in marketing field only which i'm pursuing right now here uh but then i started working for cognizant a really good agency and they gave me a client google so i was working with google directly in india only and uh, the experience was amazing they gave me a process and uh, it was fun i learned a lot from mnc side also and from startup side also it gave me a shift of what i want to do actually in canada so everything is related you know from step 1 uh, of my journey uh, as a student only in india to what i am doing here right now hmm. everything is linked okay what was the main reason for you to move to canada because of studies because of the culture i think hmm. and opportunities i'll be very honest everybody wants to earn good money with what skill set they have uh to give you a brief example 
a web developer in india would be charging you the same amount according to indian standards a web developer in canada would be charging you the same amount as canadian standards and the price difference is a lot that's one thing uh, obviously i would like my uh, skills to be more worth it in a country like canada or even you know and i, I wanted to attra- attract more north american clients in future which the vision i have so i wanted to stay in a country like canada that was one of the decisions plus to be more independent and you know be away from home learn the basic uh, stuff and grow myself as a person more to be honest that was the main reason i came here what do you mean by that so in india i used to live with my family right my sister had the opportunity to move to a different city but i did not so uh, i chose to go to a new country only rather than going to a different city i thought let's just move to a new country and see how my experience is and to be honest uh, it was one of the best decisions i have ever taken mm-hmm. uh, people say that you can do everything in india which is true uh, you can do everything uh, but uh, getting out of your comfort zone and moving to a new country and you know starting to analyze you know expenses uh, budget your as the whole experience of a student you learn a lot i'm still in learning phase right now mm. and the person i was when i was when i first landed here was very different than the person who i am right now mm. a lot has changed and i bet man i mean more responsibilities more pressure and there's no mom and dad to ask you ask to help or you know anyone to help at, at all why did you choose canada to be honest it was easy as to come here oh uh, yeah <laughs> that let's be honest here i think if you have good skill set and good experience with sufficient funds you can come here it's very expensive expensive to go to uk it's very expensive to go to country like australia at that time when i was planning to come here the stay back was also less after doing your stu- studies right so canada was the one which was offering me like a two year course and then giving me a three year work permit right mm-hmm. so I, that was one of the reasons i chose canada plus it's very close to us as well so i wanted to stay a place where i can gain more at clients in future from uh, north america to be precise mm okay so what was your journey like from india to canada was it because i know i think you traveled through pandemic i pra- i traveled through pandemic i traveled to three to three countries to be honest mm. uh, one would be like my layovers were a lot like in dubai in barcelona and then i stayed in mexico for two days spent a lot of money just to come <laughs> here which i honestly felt it was not worth it uh, i could have saved that money used in my you know daily expenses or even my technology maybe which i wanted to buy i and i felt that you know uh, like i didn't actually i saved a, a lot of money as well i was in i was enrolled in college in first semester i did it from my country only hmm. i came in second semester here so automatically i saved a lot of money for my first semester mm-hmm. by staying in my country no rent nothing gic is being saved uh, uh And yeah, and then I chose to come here. Then I spent a prox a lot, like thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars, in fact, mm. to just to come here uh, for flight tickets. So yeah, that was my journey. 
I think not even fifteen hundred. I think more. I spend more. I am not. I am not calculating the hotel expenses and everything. It's it's more than two thousand dollars. I think. Oh my god, that's a lot, man. Why did One you have to leave? The... Why did you have to leave that time? Could you wait a little bit more or no? Uh, my college was getting started, and I had to be here before that. Hmm. Uh, that was my plan, and I if I delayed it more, I did not knew the pandemic would grow in India mm-hmm. or in Canada, and the ban would have been extended more from other countries also. It's like a trick situation, and after that, you know what happened? The direct flights opened up <laughs> for the half price. My friend came from Abu Dhabi, Lahore. He spent fifty. Thousand bucks. That's it. Indian rupees to come here. I spent almost three times. Oh my god! To come and the difference of time is just fifteen days. So I was like, damn, uh, this was about to happen. This was meant to happen. I think. So, <laughs> How was your first day in Canada? Uh, so I had already booked my accommodation back from my country. Uh, as my friend was already living here, he saw sorted the place and everything. Hmm. But uh, I came my first day. I, my friend came to pick me up, and uh, first day was like you know, oh, this is so nice, so clean, uh, everything so nice. You feel like oh, where am I? That kind of situation happened with me. But then you know, I started to absorb that you know this is this will be my home now. Hmm. I need to grasp every culture, every aspect of it from here now, and it was surreal. Two three days I did not do anything. I just <laughs> explored, and uh, then I started to settle in, and then I started to realize that you know, oh, this is my journey now. Now I have to find a job also. Now I have to juggle up with my college also, wash my clothes, laundry, like clothes, like cooking as well, everything. So my head got opened up. You know, <laughs> oh, welcome to Canada. That kind of situation happened, and to be honest, it was good. Uh, it was one step at a time for me. I did not juggled up. I did not came in under any pressure. Obviously, you have a pressure of getting like a good job, part time job, and uh, you know settling up. You know you pay your own rent. Obviously, uh, you are using your GIC which you have just to pay off the rent which you are living in, and you want to save your money, right? So as soon as you start earning in dollars, you right now situation when an international student comes is that is they they have earned all the money in rupees now they are spending in dollars, but the real game starts when you are earning in dollars and also managing your expenses in dollars. So initial stage was that, and I was feeling that you know I'm spending a lot of money, but once I got the job, luckily I got the job in two weeks in one of the best places to work with in Canada. Uh, best Buy. I'm working with Best Buy. Uh, very, very friendly people. Very, uh, our culture is so good. But in back of my mind, I have always had the stress, uh, the stress of uh, part-time jobs. You know, because let's be honest, you have to pay your expenses and not ask for any money. Along with that, you save some GIC as well, right? Invest that in your next course fees. As an international student, if you're specifically coming from India, you have to do. Uh, One year fees, right? So that's about it. And I, I 
and the process was smooth. I think I did not stressed about it that, that much. I should have though. Now I'm feeling. Should I have given more stress about it? But you know what? It's this time of the life that you actually burst out of stress, or you know, you channel those stress in the correct direction of what you want to do. How and create create a rough sheet of what you want to do, mm. and that's where things follow. Everything which I thought of till now, I have made it true for myself, and there is no cheat sheet for that. Is just simple goals and simple process for that. Now, once you know the process, uh, you know the game. You have to take action on it. So mm. That's what I think. That's beautiful, man. How about homesickness? What was your process with homesickness? I felt homesick sickness <laughs> after twenty uh, days. Mm. Uh, I felt. Actually, I missed my dog a lot, you know, because mm. I raised him myself, and uh, he used to sleep with me, and uh, I, I was like, you know, damn, who will I cuddle now? <laughs> <laughs> because they are cuddle babies, right? I have mm-hmm. a small dog, so I'm like, shit, I'm gonna miss him now, and uh, but yeah, uh, I missed my family. I missed the luxuries which I had, basic luxuries, luxuries, basic, getting food on time. From your mother, uh, not worrying about your rent, uh, you know. So you you get the home service as well, right? Like there are maids in India who help clean the whole house, right? Uh, that luxury is not there in Canada, right? It's there, but you have to pay a very good price for that. As an international student, even I think when I have my Permanent residency, or even a citizen. Then also, I don't think I have that luxury of getting that until I am like a multi kind of situation. <laughs> I hope to be in that way, but uh, it's very difficult. Uh, labor is very expensive here, right? Mm-hmm. Everything you do is expensive here. Just the glasses which I am wearing is probably the price of a phone in India. That's ex- how expensive it is here. So basic luxuries I used to miss, and uh, yeah, but then I kept, then I accepted the best way to cure homesickness is just talk to your family, uh, talk to them, tell them about yourself, how pro- what progress you have been doing, and uh, eventually deep down accept that this is your reality and nothing's gonna change. Even if you cribble about it, it won't help you. So be bold. Be strong in, and you know, just stick to one point. That's the very first step of why you came here. Stick to your goal. Stick to your goal, and I think you will be able to overcome anything. Homesickness is just ten percent of what actually a lot of stress is there. A lot of stuff is going on inside one's mind when they leave their whole country and come here. So if you know what you are here for. And you know how to do it. I think you can get what you want, and that's been working for me so far. That's beautiful. I'm a very process. I'm a very process oriented person, and I stick to what I want to do. And you know, and I keep blabbering every time that I have to do this. I have to get this. I have to do this. I have to do this. I manifest that then, you know, because I know deep down I have to get it. I have to do what I want. I could get this job. I have to, you know, 
manage my expenses, manage my fees properly, and everything. Mm. Once I have a goal in mind, I can do that. Agar mist, uh, if I if I won't think about only, how will I do it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you keep on mentioning GIC. What is that? So GIC is uh, Guaranteed Investment Certificate, which every student has to uh, give if they are applying in the FDS category. Uh, it's like ten thousand dollars you have to give to Canadian government before coming here. So in Canada, when you are coming here or applying as a student international visa, you have to give a GIC as well. So once you do that, uh, your chances of visa getting approved is really high. Plus, that's the requirement you have to give it. Now, why they take it? It's that so that any student who is coming here doesn't feel broke. Like you know, earlier in times when students used to come here, all their savings they used to put in in fees and everything. Mm. Now, in the initial months, they used to struggle with their rent and everything. You know. This is one of the reasons Canadian. I think Canada introduced this, and every month, in a period of thirty days or forty-five days, depending on which bank you are in, you get that monthly amount, like a guaranteed amount. Like for example, for me, it's thousand dollars. That's my own money coming in my account. Okay. So that at least, if I'm jobless, if I am uh, facing any financial crisis, this backup is coming in my account again. Now, this is my own money. Which I gave to Canadian government, but they split it in installment of twelve months. So that's how they work: twelve or fourteen months, uh, or eleven months. So that's how they work. And this way, at least, student doesn't feel that you know there's no one. It they have someone uh, who they can rely on if they don't have job, especially in the initial stages of coming to Canada. I think that's a great idea. So, I didn't even know that. It's it's I think the basic thing when you are applying for uh, like GIC, uh, like uh, applying for student visa to be precise with you, and it it works it works well, and I I would recommend everyone to apply uh, through that category only. Uh, it it is very beneficial for students. So you don't have to show any property papers. You don't have to show anything. Just a basic standard list, and you should be good to go. And uh, having a strong SOP as well. I think. Mm. statement of purpose so we're talking all this monetary side of uh, migration how about socially how are you doing socially uh, how are you assimilating to the new community that you have that's a very good question man i had as i told you i had a strategy in my mind uh, my strategies were very precisely on what i want to do so when i came to canada What's the best thing you can grasp, and what's the best thing you can blend in? You can do to blend in with the culture, is to actually know the culture. Uh, how I knew that by working on a store or working on in a place where I get to interact with more customers, more st- more people who are actually living here. If I am talking to Canadians, I am talking to more students uh, who are actually living here for a longer time. Will I not grasp? few things from them every day will i not adapt to what the how they speak how they talk how they communicate how they uh, interact also it's very different some things can be offensive to some people in our uh, you know way of speaking like what It's give me an example like you know i have a very uh, happy face 
i talk very happily but uh, sometimes people might find it sarcastic also <laughs> you know you get it <laughs> it happened with me once and the lady was like i'm like okay, like i'm talking to you but she thought that i'm making fun of her so you get it people are very sensitive here uh, very sensitive uh so you have to understand how the culture works here for me i think it was not much uh time that i took to shift from that own comfort self and culture to a new culture and i adapted very quickly so i'm working with best buy right now right so my main and their main goal is having a good customer experience how do you give that by talking to them more getting to know what they need getting to know what they actually you know want and would be benefits for them it's kind of a sales job for me but in a retail sales so yeah it's i am i think i blended pretty well so far so mm-hmm. good that's awesome have you picked up any hobby or anything that you you would have not done in india and you only did it here in canada i think i picked up this social media thing mm-hmm. i did it in india as well but that was in a very funny way have my had my few friends only you know i used to make funny content nobody knew, knows about that this is the first time i'm sharing it with anyone uh but i gained my social presence by coming to canada uh social presence on social media platforms like you know instagram youtube people started acknowledging what i am doing mm. this was not the step i took in india i could have taken that step but i did not because i was too in my comfort zone that time that uh, you know or procrastinate more i was in that stage here i started that i implemented that i worked hard on it every day uh, created content batched out content you know uh, researched about what people want to know and everything this is i think i did out, out of my comfort zone apart from that i have been uh, and i've tried to enroll myself in different clubs and everything to get to learn more about the culture i think the mm. setting the comfort zone would be this only that i started my own channel and right now people are liking it so i'm hoping to grow it and build my own personal brand that's my goal uh, some people start things but they don't know what they want to achieve out of it i money fame uh, helping people uh, or even you know growing a personal brand and building a business out of it maybe in future i think if you know all of these things maybe you can uh, what do you want to do uh, then i think you can take the right steps mm. why did you think you didn't do any of this in india is it because i know you mentioned the comfort zone situation but why not push yourself that's a that's a good question i think i was too involved uh with my job it consumed a lot of my space uh and when i used to come home i used to feel like you know uh i would love to spend time with my friends and family uh rather than you know doing something of my own which i should have the, had the motivation back then that you know in order to create a side hustle to a permanent kind of situation you have to work for it Hmm. but at that time i prioritized because you know you are fresh out of college and then you are working on jobs and you know that mentality is very different as soon as you touch the threshold of i think 25 uh situation change your way of thinking changes 
mm-hmm. everything changes for me it was that change which was mandatory and in my early 2 3 years of stage i to be honest with you i focused more on learning mm. at my job i learned a lot i was the first person who got promoted within a year within one year i was promoted to a subject matter expert uh in my own team which i was working with so it was very awkward for me to manage my team where i was working only so i was always i am very competitive i like being competitive uh when we are working with a group or you when you are working on some goals i like to be on top i like to stay ahead of the game i work hard for it now that's my nature i think i was too involved in my uh, work life that i gave very little preference to my personal life and what i actually want to do in life uh i think that that happened too but mm-hmm. here i'm trying to manage both that's good man do you think your personality changed when you immigrated my personality did not change no mm-hmm. and you should not change you should change the basic behaviors of your day to day life but not your personality don't lose yourself man i am still that sarcastic person i am still that you know uh, funny guy who and if you're sitting in a room i'll be the one you know the most happening and entertaining you everyone around me mm-hmm. so i would never change myself if i moved to anywhere what you need to change is your perception of mm-hmm. what you want a uh, perception of a lot of things that changed my thinking changed uh of of a lot of things man of relationships of your uh why it matters to hang around good people mm-hmm. especially when you are in a new country hanging out with correct people not getting influenced by anyone let it be good or let it be bad but good is always good but uh, bad influence and you know when you are alone in a new country these things are very common so my perception changed of a lot of things my values changed a lot so i would say that this was one of the things which changed my personality i am still the same <laughs> i am still the same that's beautiful i love i love that you said that you should never change your personality but you change your perspective in life you can you it. can mold a little bit mold a little bit according to culture but that's about it don't lose yourself man mm-hmm. definitely definitely I have to ask this or else I'll feel remiss. With the recent death of the international student uh, Kartik Vasudev, if I say that correctly, did it affect you as an international student as an Indian? It bothered me a lot. Uh, he was one of my followers, man. Hmm. Uh, he used to follow me. Uh, he's I had a word with him also, I think. If I'm not sure, I'll check in my DMs. But he used to follow me uh, from a long time since I started, I think. And I was, uh, you don't feel bothered until the time you know they are from your own country. They are from a family, kind of a similar family you come from, hmm. and locality as well. So uh, that changed me a lot. Plus, their journey and our journey. is very same right so you take it upon yourself and then you think that you know this should have not happened now what if it something happened to us or anyone any international student you would feel the same pain man because their journey and 
my journey to be precise is very same every family has sacrificed that their child goes abroad maybe some people have taken up loans some people have uh, you know used all of their savings of their lifetime and send them send their children abroad hearing about that i think uh, breaks my heart man hmm. and i i just want that he rest in peace and his soul is happy wherever he is but uh, deep down it pinches me it me you know what it it kind of i don't have the word to describe that but i felt it hmm it was affecting me subconsciously also and you know actually in the real time also i had no explanation of that man that feeling was very different i have never felt like that that in a very long time hmm uh it was like i have lost someone from my family uh that was the feeling i had and it was not good uh, you were not in a good space that time uh it affected you and it's just that uh one thing which i would like to tell everyone who is listening to this uh, podcast is that if you are an international student try to be aware of your situations be aware of your surroundings where you are going when you are going out no place is safe india is also not safe canada is also not safe any other country is also not safe you have to use your brain and make the right decisions sometimes they might be wrong but always try to analyze the situation and then make a judgment as well uh that would be my suggestion and always try to uh, there are so many spots in toronto my friend told me the other day that are not safe at night mm-hmm. so why will i avoid like go there now this the the incident where this happened right across the street my friend lives i recently went to his place mm. and the feeling which i got was very scary that street sounded scary to me that place the vibe was scary to me now that's upon me i was feeling that but you know you need to be aware of your surroundings man you are all alone here yeah definitely did it stop you from going out for a few days yes hmm it did stop me but luckily i have a car here so anywhere i want to go i just take my car from a to b b to c back to a uh, to my home that's mm-hmm. what i feel but uh, not everyone everybody has the leverage of that right mm-hmm. so uh, but yeah i felt it now it made me conscious it made me and you know what we all were discussing it with each other we as international students were discussing about situations currently i live in waterloo so i was discussing about what's the uh, any places where you know you should not go at night in waterloo or krishna region you know these things came up earlier we never talked about this mm. we never talked about uh, what are the safe places what are the less safe places and what is the place where you should not go only why did it not came in our head earlier because this incident did not happen mm. we thought that everything is good it's very safe and if you know it's actually very safe canada is very safe uh, i feel it i feel safe i feel safe in my city Waterloo is amazing. So it's a student city. Three mm-hmm. universe, 
two two universities are i'm living right in between two universities so yeah but these thing never came in my head man uh, they started coming up after the incident and uh, that was a scary part yeah i know it's uh, it affected me somehow too i'm not an international student but i felt that like you said he came here to study and his yeah. parents sent him here and hold by he's all by himself he seems like a good kid based on the things that i have read read about him and you know unfortunately this uh, sick crazy man uh, did what he did yeah man sometimes it's a heavy toll man and if you are feeling the pain i cannot even imagine what his family was having going through man uh we as a student we as someone who is not even close to that person in any relation hmm. if we are feeling that like we cannot even imagine what uh, their family must have been going through and all the blessings to their his family man yeah on a genuine note amen amen we're getting too dark here. let's move a little bit along let's talk about your experience as an international student what is the hardest part of being a international student in your opinion being an international student <laughs> you got my answer in your question being an international student is only hard <laughs> it is struggles man but it's fun Hmm. uh there is no hard part hard part is uh adapting yourself to the place where you're living in hmm. and that's about it man rest i think everything is sorted if you know what you came for here there is no hard part there is no thing as struggle if you are feeling the struggle obviously there is a struggle of first finding a part time job finding accommodation finding the right people to hang out with managing your expenses better these are all struggles this is these are all hard parts mm-hmm. but are they actually hard or are you not able to do it that's mm-hmm. the question which i always have with me uh, step by step i try to manage each of my hard parts uh, like uh, for example getting a good accommodation i'm living in a very good place the price i'm paying is very less from what everybody is paying i sorted that I had to commute to good places so that I can shoot content for myself and everything. I was losing a lot of opportunity. How did I fix it? I increased my earnings by working on on-campus jobs, by working on freelancing, by doing social media as well. I increased my earnings. I was able to afford a car. I was able to pay off my fees as well. So these are the things you have to think about. Are these really struggles or are you not doing the 100% of what you are capable of i think hmm and one of my friends very close friends living right next to me uh he has been a really good uh, motivation for me because he's always 10 steps ahead man as an international student also hmm. he's always 10 steps ahead of the game and uh, which <laughs> pushes me to at least be 5 steps ahead that's <laughs> <laughs> really important to so for me the hardest was this only to move the needle move the needle start a page i procrastinated to start a page in canada also mm-hmm. i came in september but my page was started in end of october why it could have been it could have been started earlier also right but no 
procrastination so when i saw people are doing good around me it pushed me to do even more good mm. if you hang out with good people i think uh, half of the game you have already won definitely because you you're going to try to copy copy what they're doing you're going to learn things from them also it helps that you're competitive so you want to be uh, yeah. better it's going to be better now uh it's it, it is better now like i'm in my own league though i'm not having any competition with anyone mm-hmm. uh but i'm doing good i why am i doing good because i'm working hard for it i'm working hard i don't get time for myself i'll be very honest with you i don't get time to shoot stuff also right now these days because you know uh, earlier classes were online now they are offline you have to go to college hmm. you have to do assignments on time then you have to manage uh, your uh, off campus job like off campus as in my best buy job and on campus job also i'm working two jobs hmm. so it gets gets it gets hard and then in the end it, it pays also right definitely it pays you well it uh, it gives you more leverage over everyone else you mm-hmm. can make decisions which nobody can uh and you feel financially a little bit stable little bit as compared to what you are as an international student guy mm-hmm. a little bit confidence boost which is needed at the end of the day you get that so I hey think, you have a car dude you know what i mean <laughs> not all international students have a car not much like my friends are <laughs> like the one who is living with me he has one now they have not asked money from their parents i have not asked money from my parents for a car i don't need it i have stopped asking money from my parents the day i got my first job amazing i don't need money from them. it's like a, it's like a burden on me i feel it's burden and why should i take it all their life they have given their best in education mm. in living standard probably we don't realize that until i think we will be the one in their stage right so hmm. i am doing everything by myself i am taking that is a liability though the having a car is a liability insurance is very expensive gas prices are 2 dollars right for hmm. liter so obviously it's a liability but i was losing a lot of opportunity cost i think my opportunities were being uh, Go, going away from me i could not explore more places i cannot shoot more content i cannot uh, you know go to a or b if you know if i'm talking to some brand or if i'm doing this so i had to make this decision to take a car and also you know what my time i think my time was one of the most things which i saved after taking a car now harsh reality you must be knowing about everything my job if i'm going on my job it takes me all one hour to reach my job it takes me 8 minutes to reach on my job on car 8 <laughs> minutes 8 <laughs> minutes can you feel that now that's like i have to come back also mm-hmm. that's crazy so, man now that involves you know me going to a station waiting for the tram and you know coming then me reaching a station and then going there then coming back lot of time gets saved now but again you are paying for it mm-hmm. exactly which ones you're willing to pay which ones are you are you okay to give your time which is actually very less mm. in canada i have not felt 
like this relaxed <laughs> i've been to vancouver also uh, there also i was working man uh, i was doing my work from home job my other on campus job was a work from home i was working from there also i obviously enjoyed also but you know i never felt like you know oh let's relax uh not felt it since i came here <laughs> and i not felt it. and you know that 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 two words which is like oh let's chill like oh that i will get when i'm back in my own room in my home when <laughs> i'll get my mom's homemade food mm-hmm. and you know the sitting on my bed with my dog that would be the day i will feel that yeah was definitely yeah i've been living here for 20 years and it took me a while to to be like i could kill it took a yeah. while it took it took a while man. but mm-hmm. it's worth it huh? it's worth it definitely 100 million times worth it and you know i'll give you just like i feel like obviously i can earn good money in my own country also but uh, the way things work here is very different the work life balance and uh, everything the priorities you know mental health a lot of things are different here if you are willing to you know settle up in a country like canada i think if you have accepted the fact that this will be your new the new home mm-hmm. then it gets a lot easier your mental health does not get nobody talks about mental health of international students in canada I personally feel that they are the ones who are most stressed. They have to work so much. They have to work on their jobs. And, you know, some of them are working in factories and, you know, fast food restaurants. So tough, man. It's, it gets very tough. You know, it gets mentally exhausting, to be honest. That's the word I use. And still, they have to come home, do their assignments, and, you know, make food for themselves. I forgot. Make food for themselves, uh, which I do every day. so a lot a lot man uh, they are the ones who are most stressed but nobody shows that mental health situation uh, because you know nobody feels that you know it's like if some people have accepted that that's good makes your life so much easier for me it has made my life easier you you, you can get the energy which i am giving you right now it has made my life easier i have accepted this this is my new <laughs> routine now and you know what i enjoy it now i'm listening to songs cooking and you know enjoying yeah and you have freedom sometimes you i know? grab a beer you know and mm-hmm. cook food for myself there you go it's all sorted man this is the life this is what you chose stick to your and goal it is what it is it is what it is what it is if you feel that oh i miss my home i'm this which is good miss it once a month is fine <laughs> not every day you cannot be that every day if you want to be someone here you cannot be that every day that i'm missing my family oh i cannot do this i cannot do that it's not it's not my cup of tea won't help you mm-hmm. it will only push you down not push you up once a month if you want to cribble about it please go ahead <laughs> once Take time a month it. Is there like a certain day you want, like beginning of the month or yeah. the end of the month? Yeah, <laughs> there's some days. Some day I feel like, yeah, I want to go back. Like, you know, let's let's just go back, man. Let's chill at home, and you know, I learn good money anyway. I have my skill set, but uh, some day I feel that you know because some some things are so different in Canada, and you can get some stuff so easily in Canada, mm-hmm. like in India. 
that you feel like oh you know because everything has a process here you have to follow the process you have to do this you have to manage everything the waiting times are so high you know if you are booking something you are doing something and it's like is canada so slow it's the fastest like it's one of the fastest growing countries right is canada slow so is the process so slow mm. but then you realize that you know what i discussed it with my uh, store leader he told me one thing ashi the time frame of doing anything is so slow here because for it's same for everyone no matter how much rich you are no matter how much poor you are no matter how much uh, money you earn the process is exactly the same for everyone Mm-hmm. That's why you feel that you know is why my driving license test taking so long to give like why there is no availability why there is no like you know no tests available now like this is one of the examples I'm giving you there is huge lineup wherever you go if for example like you know it right you have your own experience so I was like why. Does Canada don't have people to work for? Which is actually true. That's why we international students come here. Uh, they need workforce. Mm-hmm. Most of them are retiring. So these things come in my mind. And now they there's no specific day, bro, for that. But once in a while, I do feel that. I do. I mean, insurance is so high, man. <laughs> I pay this much for a year in India. I know. There's no logic in this much insurance. I pay almost three hundred dollars. Three hundred. Yeah, but you have to think this is the Canadian price, because and you're not um, you're not doing the conversion. Because if you do the conversion, it will be expensive. You have to stop yeah, thinking I, that. Yeah, I am. I am Indian. I, I'll no matter what. Once in a time, I'll do the conversion. Because <laughs> I did that <laughs> when I was new here. When I used to like yeah. buy like I don't know like uh, I, I don't know a water a bottle of water right and be like a bottle of water yeah. you know like what the f- it's like five dollars <laughs> that's like five million in the Philippines you know what I mean like or else yeah, you'll never yeah, yeah. spend anything I I I understand that I had this conversation with one of my co-creators and my friend also now uh, her name is Rachel she's from Philippines. And she was discussing with me. She was like, "Oh damn, I used to feel like this." You know, first we had a discussion about student life like this, and then about creator life. So in student life, she mentioned that you know you have to spend everything like you know, uh, oh should I buy this? Oh shit, it's so expensive. It's <laughs> back in my country, it's so cheap. So these things are very common, bro. So I think yeah. you and I are in the same boat. Yeah, it is. It's. It will pass. You're gonna get used to it, and then you realize, oh no, it's it's not actually expensive. It's just I'm doing the conversion. I'm doing the conversion. But yeah, I feel still in Canadian also. I think insurance is expensive. But it is expensive. Canadian or do the conversion or not? It is expensive. It is expensive. It's like <laughs> it's like a lot of money, man. But it is what it is. People sue here, so obviously insurance would be high. But that's okay. Exactly. That's the price I'm willing to pay. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Canada. It's like one of the best countries in the world. Yeah, amazing weather. <laughs> well, I don't know about the weather. <laughs> no, that was a sarcasm, man. No. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> the weather the, is so well, At least you got it okay in the Toronto. Here in Quebec, is like we got it worst. Yeah, man. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? There have been days I uh, standing in a on a bus stop. <laughs> No raincoat, nothing. Rain, 
and I'm whole like my whole body is gone now. Like it's wet. Submerged under water. And you know, I'm wondering my life choices that time. <laughs> Did I do the right decision? <laughs> like. It's and, yes. Uh, it's yes yeah, always. You did it's the... yes always. It's yes always. <laughs> then I come home and then I see the beautiful view from my room and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's worth it. Okay, all good. Exactly. Oh, when you're sharing information on your social media, how do you know the information is accurate? So you being a student, you know how much references and in-text citations play a role here, right? Okay. So whenever I share any information, first of all, I share it, which I had the experience of. Mm. That's one thing. Experience can be contradictory, but when I'm sharing a fact, I'm sharing a fact with a credible source. I am not an immigration consultant. I've never talked about immigration on my page. If you check my page. I always share about my student life and you know how I am you know managing everything. Mm-hmm. Now that's based on my own experience. I give credibility based on my experience. For example, I made a video about on campus job when I did not even had on campus job. That's one of the reels went viral. It gained over like 600k views. And that was the day when my Instagram exploded a little bit, and it reached a wider audience. Now the comments came like, you know, it's not easy to find a job. It's like saying is easy, you know. It's not everybody gets it. Guess what? In a month, I had the job. So I backed it up with my own experience. Uh, that's how you do it. You back it up. Uh, People say that everything is, uh, you know, you cannot earn money more than minimum wage in Canada. I backed it up. I earn more than minimum wage in Canada. I am a student here. So mm-hmm. if if I am able to do it, I think I have the credibility to say it. Authenticity is the word you can use. That you know, I am backing it up with my genuine experience. I agree with that. I'm That's just one... not being. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for cutting you. I was just gonna say that. That's one thing I like about your account and I like about you is you you know it's for sure is it comes from your heart. It comes from my heart. Anything I say comes from my heart. I just don't post based on uh, posting. Everybody can search on Google and get how much minimum wage there is in every city. Uh, how much uh, you know average rent is. That's not the goal of me posting something. If I'm posting something, people should find it valuable. So in on Instagram, there is an option of save, like, comment, share. If my saves and shares are more than my likes, I'm very happy. Hmm. Uh, most of the times, this only happens that my people who are sharing it in their DMs are the ratio is high. And saves is high rather than likes. That's where I knew that I am providing something valuable. People have, will go back mm-hmm. and listen to it, or even see it, or even share it with someone who would need it. Definitely, I love that. I love that. I'm sure you're dealing with haters. How do you deal with them? <laughs> so when I talked to you in the beginning, I told you that I'm very sarcastic. <laughs> So 
you know what i reply to them in a way that uh, first of all i don't I, it does not affect me mentally mm. when you are mentally that strong some people i will always try to bring you down let's be honest here nobody there is always one person who is unhappy about what you are doing and that person you won't even know that person <laughs> so first of all you have to be very strong in your head that uh, these people or anyone who is trying to bring you down not even on social media anywhere uh, cannot do anything about it mm. next would be just to actually you know acknowledge that what they said like yeah man you are right i'm you know even i felt it but thanks man if there is any other feedback you would like to give i would be and you know what there have been days that i converted my hate like a hate comment to a good comment uh it was the time when you know i i talked like it was one of my videos where i was talking about sales and the someone mentioned it's a retail job you're not even on commission right now just a minimum wage job then i some replied to him you know uh that you know i know it's not that but at least i'm sharing my own genuine experience which i am having and this is my niche and i am working around it so at least some people would find it valuable so but yeah i really thank you for you know dropping a comment on this increasing my engagement <laughs> so uh, so that time he was like man you are amazing uh, you took it in a very sporting way uh, i always take you in my real life also i don't get offended that easily nobody has mm-hmm. the power to offend me that much uh because i'm very self sufficient person uh i know my values i know my um the work so i'm very friendly with them when i'm talking to them i get dms also right there's a lot of hate letters as well uh i usually don't speak about it but uh, i talk to them and i'm like what happened brother everything is fine like uh, <laughs> you had the time to come to my page but like are you facing any issue all good like sometimes people are actually like bro you are amazing you did not even say me anything and uh, as a very sporting guy you replied to me and you know you're talking to me i did not even expected a reply from you i get like these messages so so i i feel very good about it you know like just be human man like uh, i can block them i can just restrict them sorry for the noise uh, i restrict them i can restrict them i can block them you know i can just delete the message but sometimes i like to have funny conversation so i take the time out and you know <laughs> i love it i love yeah, the approach so it's like i'm sitting with my friends and i'm doing it sometimes so it's even more fun definitely man so we're getting there but i have a couple question For someone that is planning on being an international student, what would you tell them to expect? Uh, I would just tell them to expect the basic stuff, and also expect the unexpected. Hmm. Uh, if there are very basic things which will happen to you if you are not a student, but few of them would be unexpected. Now that's what you have to be ready for. Maybe you don't get a job in a month. maybe you don't find a good accommodation maybe you don't get good roommates hmm. uh flatmates or even housemates it will be tough but it won't be tough forever that's beautiful 
Any last remarks before we close up, my man? Yeah. Uh, if anybody is coming to Canada as an international student, spend some time with your family. Uh, it plays a really important role and it shapes you a lot. Uh, learn their values and ethics. Some things don't change. In, you go in any country. Your values as a human won't change. Uh, so always spend time with your family if you're coming here. Get the correct skill sets of getting a good job in Canada right before you even you are here. How you can do that is by going on LinkedIn and checking out what people have been doing. See what kind of you know skills they have. Try to get those skills back from your country. And once you are here, you are already level up from all of the crowd. When you are level up, you get more opportunities. There are people in my group, my batch, who have been started to work in their own field even before they are graduate. Even I'm working in my own field. I'm not even a graduate. So why? It can happen with me. Why not? It can happen with you. Uh, it can be any course. Just make sure you are doing your research well. Research is the main thing here. And getting your connections right. Networking plays a really important role in Canada. Make sure you are having connections with the correct people at the correct time. Mm -hmm. Wise word from a wise man. Again, Ashish, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Oh, wise man. It was a pleasure. I know your work. I am early in the process. And I am very lucky to be with you and speak with you. I know you speak from heart as well. That's why you had the opportunity. You took the time because that's your passion. I know that. And, you know, you are a big example to someone who is planning to start something of their own and growing it to a possible imagination only. So I hope you succeed in what your goal is in coming years. I have a goal too. I am planning to achieve that. I'm working hard on it. I can see you are also working on hard on it. So you are an inspiration to me, man. Thank you Thanks. so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good evening. Have a good evening, sir. I hope it was good. It was amazing. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Again, Ashish, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, listeners, for listening. This is Endel Yosa for An Immigrant's Life. I'll see you guys later.